Welcome to another episode of Follow the Brand. I am your host, Grant McGaw, CEO of Five Star BDM, a five-star personal branding and business development company. I want to take you on a journey that takes another deep dive into the world of personal branding and business development using compelling personal stories, business conversations, and tips to improve your personal brand. By listening to the Follow the Brand podcast series, you will be able to differentiate yourself from the competition and allow you to build trust with prospective clients and employers. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Make it one that will set you apart, build trust, and reflect who you are. Developing your five-star personal brand is a great way to demonstrate your skills and knowledge. If you have any questions for me or my guests, please email me at grant.mcgaugh, spelled M-C-G-A-U-G-H, at 5star BDM, B for brand, D for development, M for masters.com. Now let's begin with our next five-star episode on Follow the Brand. Relationships are not transactional. This is a mantra you will hear again and again from Kevin Cadet, Executive Director for Black Angels Miami, London-born startup industry veteran and technology leader who is determined to change the landscape of tech and investing in Miami. His organization, Black Angels Miami, aims to connect Black investors to promising minority-owned startups. We need to better be better represented in the financial community and get introductions to people interested in your success, says Cadet. Kevin is excited to work with startups and works with minority group entrepreneurs who lack the experience needed to get funded for their projects. He will help you to get in front of the right people at the right time by understanding the strategic investment strategies of venture capitalists. He knows how to ask for the right kind of money with an understanding of your particular business model, use of funds, and the challenges you are trying to solve. Kevin and this superbly talented team at Black Angels Miami are here to fulfill their mission of connecting minority and women-owned startups with Black investors. They are currently focusing their efforts on matching tech startups with venture capitalists. Tech comes into play because it can easily and readily scale, says Kevin. This means that investors partnering with Black Angels Miami seek truly ambitious startup ideas. Beyond local, candidates must have their sights on having a global reach. Let us welcome Kevin Cadet to the Follow the Brand podcast, where we are building a five-star brand that you can follow. Hello, everyone. This is Grant McGaugh, the host of the Follow the Brand podcast. We are deep into our financial empowerment series, and we want to talk about angel investing. We want to talk about seed capital. We want to talk about how we get to the cap table uh, when, when we've got great ideas, we've been in business or we're starting a business. So we're going to talk to a professional who lives and breathes this world 
He's right here in Miami, Black Angles, Miami, with uh, Mr. Kevin Cadet. He's going to talk and educate me and you about the things that we truly need to understand when it comes to angel investing. So let's demystify all these words and bring Kevin on up and introduce yourself, Kevin. Let's have a conversation. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. Looking forward to this conversation. Again, Kevin Cadet, I'm the executive director of Black Angels Miami. Black Angels Miami is an angel investment group. Uh, We are a nonprofit, so we don't actually do the investing ourselves. We bring together angel investors who then invest in companies that we basically connect with them. So we're the glue. We make the intro. We, you know, really started because we looked at the landscape of the tech ecosystem in Miami and how it was taken off pre-pandemic. You know, after COVID, we know what's happened in Miami since then. It's just been, we couldn't even, I can't even put it into words. No one could have, could have thought it would happen um, at least this quickly. But we, but we knew the technology and startups and the ecosystem was on the rise. But then when we looked at the financial side of it, who was doing the investment, who was going to reap the rewards of companies doing well, they did not look like us. We, we, we weren't well represented. Now, taking a step back, we're not well represented in finance at all. But if you look at the, the demographics of Miami and how many people look like us and how many people have actually done well and are accredited, then there's a... There's, a good number of people who have done well but aren't in angel investing. And we're not saying this is this is something that has to be part of how you take your money and deploy and make make money. But if you're interested, there should be an on-ramp. If you're interested, there should be a way for you to dip your toes in there, learn about what's happening, learn about some great opportunities. And then if you if you want to invest, then there should be a way to do that. So that's why we're here. We want to introduce, give people the opportunity and, you know, joining the club is not a, a requ- you're not required to invest. So, you know, we, we it's, it's like a buffet. <laughs> Walk into the buffet, you see all this food, you, you learn about all these different dishes. You don't have to eat them. But at least you know what's there. At least you know what you're missing. At least you had the opportunity to invest. And then if, if you don't want to, that's fine. But to be left outside of the restaurant and everyone's getting fat and having a good time inside and you're not allowed in through the door or you don't even know where the door is, then that's a problem. That's a huge problem. And we've got to change that narrative. And that's one of the reasons why we do the Follow the Brand. We're going to talk about financial empowerment We've got to have the knowledge, the understanding of how this works, because you you see businesses formed and you were like, wow, man, it's like, where did they get this capital? Where are they getting this money? And how is this happening? What do you need to do to to, to even make this happen? So but before we have that discussion, I want to talk a little bit more about yourself, because you have an interesting background. You have a technical background. You've been in technology. You were working for some large Fortune 500 companies. And then now you've kind of rebranded yourself into this angel investment consulting firm. Tell us more about yourself, Kevin. Yeah, thanks. So absolutely started at tech, grad, undergrad, engineering. 
um, started being a developer, worked my way up to, you know, developing, leading teams, being an architect. Then I went to business school, studied finance and entrepreneurship, then turned straight back around the side and started two more tech companies, took one public. Um, and, you know, while I've had a couple of stints at Fortune 500 companies, always in, in my heart of hearts, being an innovative, technology-driven person, always gravitated back to startups. That's what gets me excited, um, you know, trying to, you know, push change and, and make things happen. And really wanted to be in Miami, wanted to be on the finance side because that's the, that, that, that's the oil which enables the, the wheels to turn. Without that capital, nothing really happens. And Black Angels Miami was a great opportunity. And I'm really excited by what, what, what what's happening in and around us and in Miami overall. I, I tell you, uh, first, I applaud you uh, for doing that because there is a gap, a, a, a wide gap. You know, the wealth gap is, is huge, but I think there's even more of a knowledge gap, an experience gap. I would probably even frame it like that. It's the lack of experience and understanding. How do you go? What's the journey like? You have an idea. You have a great idea for a product, for a service that you want to then provide you know, to, to work. So you identified a, a, a why, your why. You have a vision, right? And then now you're going to convert that into a mission. And then how do you go about what's that process like people like yeah i watch shark tank i get an idea and i go out there and then i tell these billion billionaires and then they invest in me and then everything's great but i'm sure it's a little different from that to kind of walk us through that experience it's it's extremely different from that um i would there's a lot of organizations helping to address the gap in different ways um but when i take a step back and i look at that gap one of the main things, you know, you can get a book, you can learn. I mean, I could, someone could teach you how to pitch, how, how to create a, a pitch deck, how to set your company forward, how to do all your financials, how to structure your organization, how to build a great team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? To have a business, how to get your first clients. Great. You can have all of that and still fail. You could have the gap to me is the relationship gap. Right. If you don't have a connection to that money, how is that money ever going to get to you? If that person doesn't have an affinity for what you're doing or who you are, have a connection to you, why would they invest in you? It's like looking at it's like looking at the stock market, right? Plenty of great companies. They're all public. They're all making money. Some are making more money than others. Their prices are going up and down. Why would someone choose? you there's a thousand companies why would they choose you just because you're a great company isn't enough right so that gap has to be um that get that the dynamics of that gap have to change and 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 that's through organization like us and there's many people come into this conversation from different angles but you can't be in a vacuum right um, you know, we could talk about marketing and going direct to consumer or if you're going B2B, but, you know, it's all about working smart as opposed to working hard. 
So working to get in front of the right people at the right time, the timing is key. I mean, we could talk we could talk for an hour about each one of these elements. Right, right. But there isn't there isn't a simple answer, and it also depends what kind of business you are. Just because you have a great business, that doesn't mean that you should be going down the path of venture capital, right? Venture capital, if you if you want to start a business, have a great business, multi million dollar business, and you want to hand this down to your children, and you want it, and you want it to be a generational business. That's not necessarily the ideal ideal business for venture capital. Venture capital, you're putting money in, you're going through a life cycle of a number of years, and you're going to exit. Like, and the investors are going to get their money out. This is not the kind of business where you're going to get a loan, pay back the loan, run the business till you retire. You know, it, it, there's many different types of businesses, and there's many different types of money. Wow, you just put a lot on the table right there. You need to understand the long-term strategy and the short-term strategy. And then what is the other person on the other side of the table actually thinking? You know, actually thinking. What due diligence have you done, not only on your own business and the 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 market, but on, on the on the people that possibly could be investing you from an angel investor. So an angel investor, they usually invest in startups. Can you just help us understand what an angel investor is? This episode is brought to you by Five Star BDM. Five Star BDM is a professional consulting and advisory group keenly focused on business development services for small to mid-sized businesses and entrepreneurs. Although every business is unique, they often share challenges that can be addressed through smart branding. Services include process improvement in operations, digital strategy and transformation, business intelligence, digital marketing, and personal branding. Our five-star business and personal branding company has helped a number of professionals and organizations to optimize and grow. The result is more business, more opportunities, better reach, positive outcomes. Please visit www.5starbdm.com to learn more and view all the episodes of Follow the Brand. So an angel investor is investing in a early stage company. Angel investors are coming in uh, before institutions. So if you look at an institution where an institution could be a bank or basically an organization, a fund where the person managing that money is not their money. They've got a fiscal responsibility to the shareholders or the partners who are giving them the money to invest. They've got guide rails as to what they can invest in. They typically can invest on something that is so early that it's been on a napkin. Right. Yeah. They're, probably, they're coming they're coming in later when you've got a product, you've probably um, got some revenues, you've got some traction, and you need more money to grow. Um, angels are coming in earlier and they can come in later, but they're, they're an individual. They can they 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 manage their own destiny. Um, it's riskier, but the rewards can be higher, right? You're getting in earlier, you, especially if you're investing in something where you can directly talk to the founder give them some guidance, 
you know, th- th- let's say I have a, a, a pharmaceutical background and someone's building a new drug and I know that thing inside and out and I can basically lend my expertise to help that founder, that's a great fit, right? So not only am I um, helping them with capital, but I'm, I'm a strategic investment in that company. And that could be more valuable than, um, than the money because, as I said, relationships fill the gap. I can make one intro to another group which you know can either help um, operationally, help fiscally with introductions, marketing, could be a customer. Introductions and, and relationships can change the trajectory of a company in literally split second. Now, are you verticalized, uh, Black Angels Miami, or are you, I'm just trying to understand. Let's just say I, I got a business. I got a, mm-hmm. and maybe I've got it going maybe for six months or so. And now I'm starting to think about investment options. Uh, maybe I've talked to some investment bankers. You know, I work with a uh, company called uh, Cornesker Capital. They do a lot with uh, investment banking from, uh, you know, capital, uh, capital raise, or it could be a merger and acquisition. It could be an exit strategy, all those kinds of things. What is it that Black Angels Miami would do for me? Let's just say I'm running a, a business and, you know, maybe I'm now at least, you know, I, I've got five figures of revenue coming in. And now what do you do for me that's going to be helpful? Uh, relationships. So, so we're, again, we're the glue. So we... So, so we have two, we, we sit in the middle. We have founders come in and, and submit their application that they can do through our website. And then we have investors. And we, we enable the investors to connect with founders. Uh-huh. Um, we, ha- we have pitch nights essentially every other month where you know, a number of companies will pitch live in a format just like this. And then the investors can see, you know, hear the pitch, ask questions. And with a little bit of traction, if there's interest, we'll have follow-on meetings and then investors can really dig into the company, ask um, questions, do some due diligence. And then, you know, investments can happen. We've had people who were in the middle of fundraising, pitch, have a follow-on meeting in the next month, triple the amount of money they're raising and close the whole round and, and be off to the races. Right? So, so, it, so it, it can happen. And I, I essentially told this founder, if the right people come to your pitch night, you, you only need the right people, right? Right, exactly. You can preach to the wrong people all day. And when I say right people, it's the, there's right people for different types of companies at different types of stages, mm. right? Sometimes you want a loan. If you want a loan, then why, and you're talking to someone who doesn't give loans, that's the wrong person. Nothing wrong with that person. <laughs> just talk to the wrong yeah, person. Right, right fit. Got to be the right, right fit. Right, it's the right fit. And I was like, if these couple of people are here, they're the right fit, and they like what you're doing, you're off to the races. And that's exactly what happened. Now, now, so this is good. Because I want to, because if you've got a great experience in this, and you've probably seen a ton of pitches, talked to a lot of founders, you know what the investors are looking for. What is the biggest stumbling block? What's, I mean, we put the relationship on, on the table. We understand that. But from a financial understanding, you know, what are what is the pitfalls that if you're going to guide and coach a founder or organization about like you got to make sure that you've got this nailed? What would you say? Um, 
depends. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you an example. Right. You've got a great idea. You 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 look around and, and you, you see in the media. Oh, this company started a company and they got financed in in three weeks or three months, and they've got ten million dollars in fundraising, and they're off to the races. You, know, you got to step back and like that. That's the extreme. That is not the norm. That's not normally what happens, and especially for us, that that typically does not happen. So you know, don't be discouraged now. I've, 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 I'm giving an example. A company doing well, got a great idea, wanting money to last them a couple of months so they could prove what they're doing and then raise more money. Well, a couple of problems there. No strong relationship with anybody who's going to support them, right? And typically for us, more likely than not, you don't have that rich uncle. You tap on a shoulder who will write you a blank check and you can just do what you like and we'll support you. you know, we're not as lucky as some other groups. We want to get there. Uh, I think a stumbling block a lot of time is that you don't step back and put your feet in the shoes of an angel investor in that they don't have a open checkbook that they just throw money at companies all the time. So they do need a little bit of time to understand what you're doing. Just because what you believe what you're doing is of value doesn't mean you're going to get funding in hours and have the opportunity to turn around and ask for more money. Um, I, I feel like, and, and I understand the mentality completely because that's how I felt you know, 20 plus years ago when I... Um, sat in front of uh, investors for the first time. And I remember this was in grad school and we had a whole plan. We saw the structured at, um, at, uh, computers being, you know, after a couple of years being um, put aside and we said, hey, refurbishing. Now now today, refurbished computers, refurbished iPhones, what have you, that's, that's norm. 20 years ago, that was not the norm, right? They were just tossed. Wrong time, right? Right. Uh, but, but we thought it was a good idea. So we, uh, our feelings were crushed because someone didn't want to just, just give us money. But we didn't understand where that money was coming from. We were asking for the wrong type of money at the wrong time for the business. We haven't proved it out. And we're asking for too much. And it's just a bridge too far. So... Um, the biggest stumbling block is not understanding the audience. Uh-huh. And, and, and then, you know, within angel investors, if I'm talking to someone that invests in AI and they've got expertise in AI and they put out in the world that these are the type of companies I invest in and I've got a property tech company which helps property managers, I don't care how good your business is, the chance you're 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 already setting yourself up because you're trying to ram down a brick wall. This person doesn't invest in anything like what you're doing. Now they may re refer you to somebody else, but you know, you've got to you've got to be conscious of your time and energy because this whole process takes a while. I tell you, uh, yeah, I've just learned something here. I've just what my thinking is is that you and angel investors like anything else, like they form a pool and maybe they, they built out a war chest of money. Let's just say it's, I don't know, $10, $100 million, right? It's $100 million. 
but they're looking for something specific. We're going to take this $100 million and uh, just for uh, uh, conversation, say we're, we want to find the next, you know, Microsoft, the next uh, Airbnb, or, you know, that's a tech world, or we're going to, we want to find the next, you know, uh, a hot uh, uh, metaverse type brand, the NFT that I, and this is what I'm looking for, right? And we want to be successful. And they, they, they've got their uh, uh, expectations and their timelines, and they're just looking for the right fit. Does that make sense? No, that absolutely makes sense. I mean, funds are start. I mean, right now, today, already, fun, people are like, oh, I'm going to raise capital. I'm going to pull a lot of money, and I'm going to invest in companies that are going to be you know, creating things to go in the next metaverse, right? Or related, they're not going to turn around and invest in hygiene. Bridge too far. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not. Not that it can happen. I mean, those things happen when, again, you have the relationship, right? There has to be some reason why they turn around and say, "I like this person." or I really like this business, or I know a way to really help this business. There has to be a reason. Um, you know, For example, I, I just was a judge on a pitch competition. The company I put in first place didn't come in first place. It didn't come in second place. Like it, it, but I sincerely believe that was the number one company out of all the pitches. It didn't even come in. The other judges didn't see it. You know why? When, when, when I'm looking at the criteria, the pitch was only 25% of the scoring. The pitch mm. itself wasn't great. What was the business model? I like the business model. What was uh, the use of funds? I like the use of funds. I like, what was the ask? I like the ask. I liked everything. The pitch wasn't the best pitch. It could have been one of the worst pitches, but the business itself resonated what, what, with what I knew about the industry. So, you know, again, you know, if you were going to the other judges, you wouldn't even, you know, you went in in the top two. You would have been tossed aside. And you came to me, and as like, I understand this challenge you're trying to solve, I understand you have the expertise to actually solve it, and you've been doing it, and you need more money just to to scale. Wow. So, I so it's you know, it's not it's not cut and dry. So it, it's. And, and again, I was leveraging some of the relationships and what I knew about what they would do. So it's not a it's not a clear cut formula. I mean, and there is clear cut best way to pitch, you know, or many different ways to structure your pitch deck or how to go about your financials, how to do your projections, how to figure out what you're asked for, how to go to market. I mean, there's but different sectors, different industries, different individuals coming in at different times of life cycle in their business. There's, there's so many different moving parts. But, you know, if I, if I, beyond relationships, having a converse, having as, talk to as many people in your space as possible and getting feedback. I mean, you know, I, I try to tell people, even executives of the biggest companies who are CEOs who seem to have it all in order, are spending thousands of dollars talking to a coach, yeah. right? Every yeah. month. Yeah. So the, nobody, nobody knows everything. Nobody Absolutely. knows everything. Yeah. I mean, so you don't said be afraid. Big. Don't be afraid to, to, 
to let your idea out there because honestly, you know, ideas for the most part are dime a dozen. It's about execution and being able to actually bring it to fruition. And very rarely is someone got an idea that's so revolutionary that the idea alone is gonna gonna make it happen. And you know, not to say another 10,000 people had the same idea. Coming out of business school, I went to Wharton, you know, I had the idea that people are gonna be spending a lot of time on their mobile phones. Oh, duh, like it's 2022, everybody's on their phone. Right. This was the early 2000s. This was a couple <laughs> of years before the iPhone. I saw it, right? Bad timing. I swear if I took the same business plan I put on someone's desk today, like, oh, this would work. But, you know, it, it, the idea is, is only part of it. So, you know, you want to talk to people who can give you feedback. You want to learn as much as you can from people in that same space. I think, you know, if I, if I went back and talked to my younger self, I would have, um, for everybody that said no, I would have got why. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. There's a, there's a reason why. Could be, I know when I look back at what I was doing back then, I know why. Even though my thesis was right, the business wasn't at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Timing. Yeah. It's timing. I tell you, Kevin, you, you're shedding some very good information because you're telling you, don't be discouraged. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. But find those key relationships and invest wisely. Invest in yourself. You know, invest in a coach. Somebody's already been down the road. And if what you're telling me, what Black Angels Miami does, you, you say, look, I can put you in front. I'm the middle person uh and i i already know the road that you want to get on i can collapse that time to market right you know uh, that the amount of time that you're going to need to spend to get to where you want to go uh, uh could be a value add for you can you just you know we've got a few minutes here i want to give the mic mm-hmm. to you just tell tell the audience why would they want to invest time and possibly money in working with Black Angels Miami. Okay. So from the investor side of the equation, which is primarily why we're here, because we need to have more people look like us. Because if you take, you know, talking about relationships again, will you have a greater affinity for the founder which looks like you? Would you, you know, really hear them out? We know that if there's a greater diversity of the investor, there'll be greater diversity of the companies being invested in. Um, so if you're interested in investing, and it's non-committal, I mean, we're not saying you have to invest, but you need to know what you're missing. <laughs> um, then, you know, let's absolutely have a conversation. I mean, we really truly want to be an on-ramp. And, and we're not only talking about the earliest of stages of company. We do everything from pre-seed, that's like just after the napkin all the way to the company, which is getting finance from, you know, big institutional venture capital firms. And then the other thing which, which we're doing is actually enabling um, individuals to actually invest as limited partners in venture capital firms, which I don't know other angel group doing it. But, you know, why not? Those venture capital firms need money too, especially um, general partners who have firms 
that look like us. You know, the more firms which are financed that look like us, the more the more companies which will ultimately be invested in. Um, so you know, one of the interesting things I I knew but didn't really take to heart is that the venture capital firms also need love. Yeah, those general yeah. partners need love because where do you think the money is coming from to actually invest? So we we we're agnostic. We want to put in front of our members great investment opportunities across the board. And you know, if if the founder is 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 presenting the next Google or Twitter or Facebook or what have you, and and it doesn't and they don't look like us, but it's a great opportunity. I'm absolutely going to tell people about the opportunity. So it's not about you know only investing in black led companies. We absolutely want to invest, but we've got to invest in great opportunities. I want people to make money so they can make more investments. I think you've dropped the mic right there. I mean, that, that, that is the ultimate goal. So if people want to get in touch with you, what is the best possible way? Uh, my email is kevin at blackangels.miami. So blackangels.miami or our website, blackangels.miami. You can find a, a contact form there. But my email again is kevin at blackangels.miami. Well, this, this has been wonderful, Kevin, and I'm glad you're here in Miami. I'm here in Miami. I know a lot of different people that are going to gain a lot of good information from this podcast, and I really appreciate you taking the time today. I want to encourage everyone to view all the episodes on Follow Brand at www.5starbdm, and that is B4 brand D for development and M for masters.com until next time. Thanks a lot, Kevin. I really appreciated your, your time today. Thank you. Very welcome. How to be here.